0: would you like predictable income secured by real estate hbg capital offers you the opportunity to invest in real estate that is built to be transparent for the investor while designed to be insulated against economic volatility we provide investors an effortless way to diversify beyond traditional investment opportunities like stocks and bonds and even popular real estate our syndication and lending opportunities offer a high rate of return and are 100 percent passive delivering truly effortless income many other investments offer passive income in the four to six percent range our opportunities have delivered fixed rates of return in the double digits since inception retirement accounts such as self-directed iras and self-directed roth iras also qualify for this investment so if you are looking for an effortless investment with double digit returns, then visit our website, www.hbgcapital.net. Learn more today at hbgcapital.net. Welcome to the recession-resistant real estate radio, where we talk about real estate, passive investing, business strategies, and so much more. I'm your host, Brandon Cobb, CEO of HPG Capital. Now let's dive into today's episode. Hey everybody, and welcome back to another episode. Today, we're gonna be going into the 11 questions you need to be asking about the operator or asking directly to the operator before forking over your hard-earned money into an investment. There are multiple areas of an investment that you should be asking questions around. One is the operator. Second is the on-site property management. The next is the loan, property-specific due diligence, the market itself, property performance projections, and finally, legal documents. Today, we're going to be talking about the operator. Let's jump right in question one you should be asking is what assets do they specialize in and what is their track record of a company? Preferably, you want to be with someone who is a a specialist in something, right? If it's multifamily or it's land or it's trading stocks or it's value-add investing stocks or it's commodities. If somebody is a jack of all trades, master of none, you need to run. Two, what are their current assets under management? This is going to tell you a lot about their success and their track record. Their success and track record is going to eliminate or uh, I shouldn't say eliminate, but reduce the risk of underperformance in the future. So it also tells a lot about the level of service that you expect to receive. If this is somebody that doesn't have any assets under management, there's probably a high risk there because they have not done The thing that you need them to have done to reduce your risk. Whereas on the other end, if it's a humongous company and you're investing with Blackstone or BlackRock, well, you might not get the attention that you want or deserve. There might not be very good communication. So understand what their current assets under management are to determine their level of experience and determine and so you can figure out how comfortable you're gonna be with it. Number three, how many years has the operator been in experience? This is pretty self-explaining, you know, the longer somebody has been doing something is important, but again, what's their track record? Just because you've been driving for 35 years does not mean you're a good driver. In fact, I would argue that the longer you drive, the worse driver you become over time past a certain age. Number four, did market conditions play a role in their, their track record? As opposed to operational efficiency. So there's, there is some, there's a lot of the ocean being pulled out right now. And there's a lot of people who are naked. I forget who said this famous quote, but it said, when the tide rolls out, You want to see who's, who's playing, who's swimming naked. Maybe it was Warren Buffett. I don't know, but you know, everyone's kind of having fun in the water and everything looks good on the surface, right? Everyone's having fun. Everyone's got their clothes on and then that tide rolls out and there's no hiding it. You can't hide the fact that you don't got any, any swimsuit on. You're, you're swimming naked and everybody can finally see that. Yes, you are indeed naked. The market will do that to you. So. It's very important to understand, you know, in the past, did market conditions play their role where it was really hard to miss? Everybody was was winning or were they just in a really great market uh, as opposed to were they operationally efficient and did they limit losses when, when the market turned? So big, big, big difference there. Number five, how many recessions have they experienced and what was their track record? So this is important one. Not everybody's going to have a perfect track record. In fact, I would argue that nobody's got a perfect track record. Someone is going to have some losses built in there at some point, but how did they survive? How did they do despite that recession? What was their performance like? Understanding how many recessions they've experienced is a great indicator of whether or not they're still going to be around when the next one comes around. Number six, what does the reporting look like that you would be receiving as an investor? So we personally send out monthly updates. We feel like that is spot on. It gives them just enough time to understand, you know, what's happened. Uh, it gives enough time to actually report on something happening when you're giving reports out every single week. One, uh, nobody has time to read those. And two, there's not a whole lot that happens week to week. So it is important though, that you understand how the reporting is. So you need to set communication expectations. And if you see a deviation in those communication expectations, that is a sign that things are probably not going well. So pay attention to the reporting. Number seven, What does their operational capability look like and how many assets can they scale and manage? So, you know, this is a big, big thing to look at. You know, right now we're discovering For us, what got us to doing you know twenty plus million dollars of development per year is not what's going to get us to doing a hundred million dollars of development per year. Vertical integration is what got us to twenty million. Having the in-house construction company, the in-house acquisitions arm, in-house capital raising company, we've realized that we really need to turn to a who not how model. We've been trying to figure out how, and that's been great, right? We've been turned, we've been able to turn deals. Uh, that, you know, weren't deals into deals uh, because of our ability to chop costs at each piece. So, you know, going out, finding our own off market deals as opposed to paying retail prices, uh, going out and doing the work ourselves as opposed to paying a GC fee, you know, raising capital. Uh, from people just ourselves, not letting other people raise capital and, and giving a, a profit split to other people who want to who get on the deal and, and want to split the deal with us, help raise money for it. That's all going to change. We understand that we've got to bring in more strategic partners. We have to do more partnerships if we're going to get to doing $100 million a year. So for that reason, we'll be changing a lot of our operational capability, and you want to understand how your sponsor or how your operator is structured. You know, what can they handle, and at what point does that system break? Because the system's going to break at some point. Number eight, do their referrals confirm what they claim? So we've had multiple investors reach out and say, hey, can uh, can you refer somebody to us? Do you mind, uh, you know, set me up with somebody who's been investing with you guys for a long time? Sure. Um, you know, we've, we've gladly introduced uh, people um, who are okay with it. So it's pretty good to get referrals in, in any case. Number nine, can they pass a background check? This is self-explanatory. I'm surprised by how few people do this one right here. I've I've literally never been asked for a background check from any investors, and I preach it all the time. I've done background checks on other people uh, that I place my money with, uh, but I've never been asked for one. But this is something that's very very easy to eliminate. You always want to get a a background check, unless they're like friends and family you just know them personally really really well and trust them. Number ten, when you pull a background check, do the properties they claim to own show up? So. You know, when you do a background check, you're not always going to get, you know, all the assets that they own. Rather ask for the entities that their companies are holding the properties in. So I had, uh, um, I had somebody pull up my personal name one time, like, dude, Brandon, like you, you don't own anything. What's like, what's going on? I thought you had all these assets, you know, we we're thinking about doing business with you, but, uh, I'm showing on here, you don't own anything. And I gave them the name of my LLC and they go, Oh, okay we're good. I sell the stuff you own. So uh, doing the research on, on verifying what they claim is important. And you can just get their LLC, ask for the LLC information and go plug it into the property assessor's website. And you should be able to pull all that information up. And then 11, final question to ask about the operators. What does your gut tell you about the operator? This is why I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of trusting your gut, but your gut doesn't have the resources and data it needs to make the right decision, unless you've got multiple touch points with this operator. So you wanna try to spend as much time, which can be difficult if you're not in the operator's market, where you're able to just go and have lunch with them, but you know, multiple Zoom calls, as many questions as possible, verifying their communication, kind of following up and doing your due diligence on what they said. This is gonna be very important. But So what does your gut say about the operator. Trust and go with your gut. These are what you need to be asking the operator for investing. We're going to do more episodes like this where we go into our ebook. In fact, you can find all the questions. I just pulled this right out of our ebook, 100 Questions Entrepreneurs Should Be Asking. Uh, Before investing, Um, you can go and you can get uh, a copy of this book on our website, hbgcapital.net. You know, we're going to be going over all the other areas as well, not just the operator. We'll see you next time.